Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous... And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast this week. Uh We are almost to the halfway point of the second half of the year. That's right. Things are heating up or opening up. I don't know, but things are changing a little bit. I feel a loosening, um, an optimism. Well, that's nice. Maybe this won't last forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But people are busier than ever. And keeping track of things becomes more important than ever when you're really busy. That's true. And so we had a nice discussion this week about taking notes. Oh. Some people are using a thing called remarkable. You know uh-huh. about that. Uh-huh. Or or uh, notes on the iPhone or Evernote. But there's no substitute for handwritten notes oh. because it goes through the hand, up Good. the arm, <laughs> into the brain. Yes. You know what Floyd Mr. Wickman, says. thank yeah. you, Floyd. But there was something somebody said, and I, I won't say who, All right. that I just loved. Every client is worth a sheet of full-sized paper. Okay. You know, you don't want to take notes on scraps or the back of something else. You know, okay. A brand new clean sheet of paper. And what does Floyd say about qualifying people at the listing appointment? You take out your list of prepared questions, Mm -hmm. and that signals two things. Number one, oh, this person knows what they're doing. They're They're organized. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be here till they go through all these questions. That's true. But he also says this. How do you show people that you care about what matters to them? By taking a look at the first question, thinking about it for a microsecond putting it in your own words and having a conversation around it, summarizing what they say. You know, that sounds important. Let me make a note of it. Then pick up the pen. Look over at your qualifying questions and write down a couple of words. And all of a sudden, the signal is being sent. This person's paying attention to me. They care about what I care about. That's how you get the listing before it's even time to get it. Take good notes. What a great parade of techniques to be reminded of in this busy time when it's real easy to let things fall through the cracks and be forgotten. And then take a picture of that page or scan it Mm -hmm. and put it in your electronic file so that you retain it. I like it. I have a parade of techniques for emergency situations. Oh, there's some of those going on. Well, there are. There is a hurricane just recently, and 
We have uh, even like in the midst of our country, in the Midwest, Iowa just had some terrible weather that caused all kinds of people to lose power. How do you keep your business going when there's no power? What do you do when you're gener- you don't have a generator? You can't plug anything in. You're worried about your refrigerator not being in working order. How do you keep your business going? Not to forget all the fires that have been going on. Too. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's talk about out west and you know people just, oh my gosh. So just a couple little things that we should all be aware of, right? Like, first of all, turn on your hotspot, you know, so that you've got access. But access can be very slow because everyone else is turning on their hotspot too. So one of our Iowa students figured out you could go to the grocery store and stand in that antechamber that's, you know, between the exterior door oh, and yeah. the interior door, that little lobby. You can talk to people all day long on the Wi-Fi that's provided at your grocery store. You know, a lot of grocery stores put restaurants and coffee places they in do. that are open now because they're not being used. That's true. So Lowe's has good has good yeah. uh, internet. So does McDonald's. So does any local school or college, especially a college or community college. Uh, Verizon or Sprint mm-hmm. or any of those kind of places, just park in front of their store. Uh, Dunn Brothers, any kind of coffee shop, any kind of big grocery store chain, all of those places. The airport, you know, if you're not too far away, you could do that because that's where I tend to use the website sure. so, or the the internet. Um, and then, you know, here was an idea. You can get into your MLS even when the MLS is down if in advance you find out from them where the back door is. So keep your business going. Keep the technology working for you when everyone else is still trying to figure out how to keep the things in their refrigerator alive. You can do your business. Very nice. Yeah, I like that. You know, I'm I'm talking to a a woman who is the education director for an association yesterday. Uh She was talking about all the new agents they've got this year who are very frustrated. And a lot of veteran agents who are disappointed and frustrated. Because? Well, regaining momentum in their business. It's a difficult time for a lot of people. Yeah. And at the same time, our folks in coaching are busier than they've ever been it and really more productive. True. And some of them losing their mind because they're so busy. Amazing. And yeah. here, here's what someone said to me. Okay. Uh, lots of people are overwhelmed. My buyers are overwhelmed. And it seems to me like their brains have turned to mush. Oh, my. <laughs> it reminded me of Professor Kingsfield in the paper chase. Remember ta- teaching law at Harvard? And he says... You come into my classroom with a skull full of mush and leave thinking like a lawyer. <laughs> We've got to sharpen people's thinking. Because the ask the experts question was, my buyers are not following my advice. They're not oh. following instructions. Their skulls are full of mush. How do I sharpen their thinking? They need help. And so, well, here it is. Oh, I love this question. <laughs> Layout. The steps for purchasing on paper. Oh, like show them instead of just tell them? Uh-huh. uh-huh. And post it post somewhere. It. What do you and mean post it? Keep it in front of them. Okay. Every time. Here's where we are. Light up step number two. That's what we're on now. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Become, because the real question is, how do I prevent 
them going off the rails. Yeah. And so what is the selling principle? Fear of loss is a greater motivator. Than opportunity to gain, yeah. yes. Sure, they've got a house they want to buy, a new home. It's a dream. It's a wish. It's a hope. It's an expectation. It's their target, their goal. That's the benefit side. That's the opportunity to gain. But what is the what are the pitfalls between here and there that they're totally unaware of? Oh yeah. Or have forgotten about. Yeah, there's alligators in the swamp. There's that's lightning right. that's gonna yeah, you gotta swing on the rope to get it. <laughs> so what you gotta do is sell them on sticking to the rules. Sell them on taking your advice, on acting now. And how do you get people to act now? With the benefits of buying the new home? No. 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 With what could happen. Yeah. And what you're going to do to prevent and avoid all the things that could happen to derail their dream. Like, oh, a competing offer that beats us out. Looking and looking and looking and never finding. Because they're still shopping on the internet and confusing themselves. Yeah. Instead of just listening to you. Eliminating yeah. all the ones that are there now and only pursuing the newest ones. Right. Right. Or how about this? Appraisal problems. No, that never happens. Inspection problems. No. Sellers backing out and changing <laughs> their minds. Yeah. You getting turned down for financing because we didn't cover all the bases, dot all the I's and cross all the T's. Um, yeah. How to, What about a delayed closing? Moving twice. All, those are all the things that could happen to derail them. So what do I need from you? This is you talking to Mr. and Mrs. Buyer okay. face to face or screen to screen. And I mean, eyeball to eyeball and with a really serious look on your face mm -hmm. and the right voice inflection. Here's the four things I need from you in order to avoid and prevent any of those things from happening. First, you must disclose everything I ask you to disclose. I need to know everything up front. Second, provide Every piece of paper, every document, everything that any lender or appraiser or inspector asks you for. Right away. Yeah. Because I'm going to do it, but it's going to take me a week. And it's got to be done in a yeah, timely yeah, yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. Third, respond to me. Oh, yeah. You can't disappear. If you fall off the face of the earth, I'm coming to your house. That's right. And <laughs> obviously, you've got to ask them, well, what's your preferred method of communicating, yeah. which is really you saying... What method of communicating can I count on you to yeah. respond to yeah, yeah. and follow my advice? Now, if they won't agree to those four things, that's when you start thinking about letting them go because it's going to be a black hole of time for you. Well, better to lose them up front is what Floyd always tells us. Yeah, if, if you're, you're going to lose them on Friday, lose them Tuesday yeah. and save yourself the pain. You know what else is keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. Because that air, you know, that's so Wickman. Keep your fingers crossed. Anything could happen. Uh, appraiser's going to be next Thursday, so keep your fingers crossed. He's in a good mood. You, know, you do that throughout the entire transaction. Uh, an air of, oh my gosh, what could go wrong? Then when things do go wrong, because they do, they're ready to say, okay, what do we do to fix it? How do mm -hmm. I help? What do, we, what do we do? As opposed to, oh no, it's hopeless. Yeah. Right. Or, oh, thank God, I was scared we were going to get that house. <laughs> I want to start over, please. What's your Ask the Experts Oh, this I've week? got a really great one. 
This is was brought to us by um, a, an agent who's really full up, really cranking them out, lots of closings pending. And that's a lot of our people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. And there's a lot coming in the front end of the pipeline, right? So what do you do with all these pendings? Now they're going to close. And here's the way he said it. What a wonderful problem to oh, have, Oh, yeah, we're way. not complaining. Oh, no, 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 we're <laughs> yes. not complaining. But here's the way he said it. All of a sudden, there's all these closings and people are letting me down. Like the title company made a mistake. The mortgage company made a mistake. The seller leaves the house without having everything all done. Um, how do you get, how do you, you go to the final inspection and it's not your seller, but there's, you know, all this stuff, all this garbage in the middle of the living room. The weeds are knee tall in the front yard. What do you, what? I don't have time to deal with this. We got to get a closing going here, you know. So all these problems, lots of mistakes, sellers leaving their property in terrible condition. What do we do? And here's what he had done, paid to have it done. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we got a closing in three hours. I'll get somebody over here. It's going to cost some money. So who's going to pay for that? So he took the money out of his own pocket and paid for that, which, okay, that's what I had to do this time. But I'm foolish if I'm going to do that again. How do I avoid that from happening to begin with? So here with this beautiful advice, like have a checklist, have a checklist that includes landscaping. So mow the week of the closing (laughs) or shovel as the case may be if you're from the Northland. Mm -hmm. Um, Send this checklist to the seller before the closing. This is what your expectations are. Um, One week before the closing. Um, Final walkthrough. Consider doing a final walkthrough three to four days before the closing because that way you can troubleshoot any big problems you come up with. Glaring errors, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How about if you said this? We'll expect a change on the seller's net sheet if the house is not broom clean. Yeah. Um, What if when you took the listing, you prepared the seller for an additional $500 cleaning fee um, that, that is done a couple of days before the closing? Now, you might not have to actually pay this $500, but just in case your own team of movers and workers doesn't show up. Just in case something goes wrong at the last minute, you end up having to work 12-hour shifts, 12-hour days right before the closing. I'm putting this 500 bucks in. You can have the money if you don't need it, but I'm preparing you for the worst to make sure that the house is in move-in condition for that buyer. And you could even put that on the buyer's estimated closing cost that you might end up having to hire someone to help you get that house ready for the move-in if the seller happens to leave it bad. You know. In the event X happens, uh-huh. Y will be added to closing costs. Yeah, and put it on both sides. Put yep. it on the side that you get to control, and that keeps it from coming out of your own pocket. Fantastic. Ask the experts. Let's uh, not let anybody's brain turn to mush this week. You know, let's sharpen everybody's thinking, take care of contingencies and what could happen. And keep your own money in your own pocket. Stay safe and sane and on track to hit your goal. Hey, are you coming to Business Breakthrough? We still have 19 seats. Cincinnati. We do? Yes. Oh, that's good news. I know. Marriott. 
Cincinnati. Well, that's with social distancing. Yes. So this is going to be pretty fun. November. And we arrive on Sunday, the 16th or 15th. What is that? Do you know? 15th is Sunday. Okay. 16th is Monday. That's when everyone's getting which there. Which mean 17th is Tuesday. We got people hanging out, going to dinner with people in their R-squared group. How about you? And then all day Monday, November 16th, and then until 1 on November 17th. Now, if you've already got a ticket, you need to let us know if you're coming physically. Whether you come or not, you also get to go to the virtual business breakthrough, and that'll be on December 2nd. If you don't have a ticket for that and want to come to that, it's 129 bucks. I think that's, that's all it, it is. Yeah. yeah, we've had some people like say, what? I'm buying it right now. Hey, I saw the email. I bought. So come to one or come to both and get your business plan ready for 2021. And one more by the way, which oh, yeah? will happen before business breakthrough. By the way, what's that? By the way, if you know one of those new agents who is overwhelmed, whose brain is turned to mush, who's frustrated because they don't have momentum, or you know a veteran agent who's lost their momentum, there's still a quarter of the year left. That's right. And how do you sharpen up somebody and build momentum? Get them into R-squared coaching. Yeah. We have a couple seats open. Yep. They could start right away. Build your inventory and this fall. And in the next fall. 90 days, yep. you could enter 2021 with all the momentum you need to yeah. have the best year ever. Good point. Thanks for reminding us. All that. right. See you next week. Love y'all.